You're listening to Glory 93.9 FM. It's officially girl talk time. It's your girl, Marisha. And Joyney. And we are, listen, we are officially excited for today's show. So excited to be here with you, with you, with you. With you. With, with you, with you, with you. What you saying? How you doing, girl? What you saying? How you doing? How's things going? How's your husband? How's your family? Today was all right. How's everybody doing? Lottie, Daddy, and everybody. Everybody's good. Everybody's wonderful, good. wonderful, wonderful. I'm great. Okay. I'm awesome. That's great. I'm super califragilist against me, Alan Ocean. Okay, great. All of no thing to complain about. Absolutely nothing to complain about. God is kind to me. Mm. Kind it. to me. Um, so how are you ladies doing? I hope you're having a wonderful day so far. Like and share the show. Oh my gosh, on my faces. <laughs> like and share the show. Uh, we're so, so, so excited for today's show. Um, and we are getting into a topic that I am super excited about, but I'm also nervous about. Super excited, but super nervous. Sorry, y'all. I thirsty. My God. Eyes are thirsty, gal. Holy Ghost. Okay. I'm great now. <laughs> I'm great. So listen, like and share the show. Please share it. Please. We're asking you to share it. If this conversation encourages you, if this conversation is a blessing to you, if there is something that is said on Girl Talk that encourages you in any way, shape, or form, we ask you to please share the show. And I also want to begin like this today. I don't know what it is that you've been called to do in your life, and I don't know how it is that that's been manifesting in your life recently. I don't know what it looks like for you. But I want to encourage you to, to continue to be intentional with doing all that it is God has called you to do and who he's called you to be. Do not, do not make yourself feel small so that others could feel more comfortable mm. around you. Do yeah. not make it seem as though the thing that you're doing is insignificant. So wow. the people around you could feel as though what they're doing is great to be the amazing, the fabulous, the awesome, the great, the mighty, the powerful you everywhere you go in everything that you do. And not only that, but do it to the best of your ability. Give it all you have and more. Mm. 
Give it all you have and more. And don't be afraid to be successful. Wow. Don't be afraid to be successful. Don't be afraid to be a success. Don't be afraid. Why do you think we're afraid to be successful? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Sorry. Uh, I didn't just open a whole can of worms in my I think, mind. I think we're afraid to be successful because I, I think that uh, um, along the lines of that conversation that we had last week, yes. it's that false humility, man. That false yes. humility is get us. We think as though as if we, we think that if we pretend that we are low, then that means we low. Stop <laughs> it. Stop, wow. stop the pretense because the Bible, listen to me, the Bible talks about pride and it talks about being humble and it talks about all these things. But here's one thing that I know. Um, when, when Jesus is speaking in John chapter four, he says, the father seeketh those, seeketh those who worship in spirit and in truth. So if you lie it, he can't find you. So get rid of the pretense, man. Be you. Be you. Be you, boo. Be you. Okay. Be you. I'll take that. Um, yeah, I and that's my encouragement to us today. Like just be be you and celebrate you when you when you have successes, when you do something amazing, th throw a party. Yeah. Throw a party and and always, always be excited about being you too. Mm. I'm excited to be me. I get excited every day to be yeah. me. I cool. I am excited. Cool. I'm excited to to be the me that God has created me to be every day. I get up every day excited to live out, to walk out purpose, to be amazing, to mm. be great. And you should too. Mm. So that's my encouragement to us ladies today, man. Be you. Be you. And listen, stop making yourself small to make people um, feel comfortable around mm. you. Cut that out. Cut it out. Cut. Cut it out. Take it Cut it up. Yeah, I had to think about doing that. I had to think about it too. <laughs> <laughs> mm. All right, let's see who. Let's see who's here. Who's her? Who's her? Who's her? Um, hi, Giselle. Oh, Giselle always in. Giselle, Giselle and Telsey. Listen, Telsey, they they listen. Strong, strong, real road every dogs. every week. I and love you. We just love it. <laughs> hey, Shaquinda. Yeah. Um, I don't really have on Independence colors, but Joy Nehara is on a whole Bahari shirt. Listen. A whole shirt. That's a lot of his weight. But she need to put a camera a little lower so you can see her shirt. Well, you don't want to see her shirt. Anymore. I mean, I know it's not giving. It's not giving. <laughs> it's not giving. Okay. Oh, okay. I can do it's that. Giving. Giving. Um. Uh, okay. Um. Brittany says, "Hey." She says, "Hey, hey to you though." Let me hey, just make sure we Brit clarify that. Brittany ailing me. Brittany ailing you. <laughs> but when she when she's referring to me, she's really referring to you, right? And me. I see that, but okay. <laughs> um. Hey, Brett. <laughs> Giselle said that. It sounds too good. Marisha. I was thinking the same thing. You're Giselle, not a thirsty gal. You're a parched. I was, you know what? Just, just, just try. Just soak. <laughs> my soak. My soak. A little dry. <laughs> well, you got here? Hello, Amber Lane, my fave. Love you, honey. And hi, DeAndre. DeAndre, you're always such an encouragement to me. Bless you, sir, man of God. All right. Thank you so much for sharing the show, for liking and sharing the show. I see y'all tuning in who ain't saying nothing. I see you, Janelle. I see you tuned in. Hey, Janelle. <laughs> I just called you out. I see you. All right. Okay. So today's conversation, we're going to be talking about apathy. Mm. Apathy. If you would like to call in, 
The number is 828-3543. If you'd like to send a text, the number is 828-2543. So again, those numbers are 828-3543-828-2543. We're talking about apathy today and the mind of God is officially here. My God. Glory. Glory to God. (laughs) Glory to God. So... Uh, we're talking about apathy, and um, I don't know if the woman of God have a. Did you prepare a sermon today? You know what you could do? You could lose swing. <laughs> you did you did you honestly? Did I, you did you? I I did study. Glory to God. I, we, listen, let me not say listen, study. I research. Listen, study listen. sounds so preachy. I research. The Bible says study to show yourself approved. I research. We got to though. Research. Sound, we go, research we gonna need. Better. We gonna need. See, I was too busy doing research for the for the um the speaking engagement I had this morning. And I really didn't have no time. Okay, I I research. That's why the Lord impressed. He, that's why ah spirit. I know. You know something? I. <laughs> I well, first of all, I think it's it, we need to set a you know a standard or a foundation. Okay. I definitely what, agree with you on that. What apathy means. Apathy simply means a lack of interest, enthusiasm, or concern. A lack of interest. Enthusiasm. Enthusiasm. Or concern. Or concern. Yeah. Or concern. You don't care. A lack of interest. Enthusiasm or concern. Yeah. Right? Okay. Um, Now, I took it a little deeper because I wanted to know if apathy is actually an illness. And it's one of the sin- symptoms of a mental illness. Which one? Um, mm, mm. It's a sign. Uh, I, I, I'm not going to let Google trip me up and mm-hmm. try to pronounce that word. Let me see it. The first one right there. A. Ugh. Yeah. Apathy is a sign of many mental health conditions. And anhedonia, anhedonia, literally meaning without pleasure. People with anhedonia no longer enjoy activities. They usually, they sorry, people with anhedonia no longer in, enjoy activities that they usually do. Okay, it sounds a little bit like depression, but I guess it's too. It's an extreme. Yeah. Interesting, anhedonia. And it, and I think it. You never, you never some, know. Some, I study psychology in college because that's the first time I ever see that. <laughs> so it, it says something about like the mm-hmm. front part of the brain, although the frontal lobe. Okay, right. Yeah, where the emotions and everything. Yes, correct. That that, that what it that's what it triggers. Ah, it triggers yeah. the depression. Yeah, ah, yeah. That's, of I, your I frontal lobe. Yeah. Interesting. I could try to find it, but um, that's okay. Okay, that's that's definitely something that I don't think I've ever really considered when it comes to apathy that like we we mentioned this um in in our prior show like we need to we need to be cognizant of the fact that the brain malfunctions just like every other organ and um and that just like how we could lay hands on on that on that muscle and tell that muscle to come back lay hands on our brain until our brain tink (laughs) tink 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 sila Think and act. <laughs> All these things. Y'all, I'm sorry. I'm trying to pull up. I did I did do a little research too, and I'm trying to pull mine up, but my Okay, see it here. I'm trying to bind me up. A problem with areas of the front of your brain that control your emotions, goals, and behavior. 
It can cause apathy. It is often one of the first symptoms of Alzheimer's. Ah, okay. Yeah, and other forms of dementia. So anhedonia is a symptom of Alzheimer's. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Now that is something that I, I have to admit that um, I've been um, taught and now even more intentional to pray against because I have had family members who have, who've passed away, um, struggling with memory and, mm. you know, and yeah. just like losing themselves, losing but see, when we- every sense of like who they are, you know oh, what I mean? Like wow. just doing crazy stuff. Go ahead. You're going to say something. When, when, when I thought about it originally, I just thought meaning like to everyday life situations like, um, okay, you know, apathy concerning people, people's opinions or, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I, I think I started to think about it and I thought, well, we don't full on apathy, everything, mm-hmm. but when it comes to certain areas of our life, mm-hmm. I feel like we, we have gone numb and I consider for me personally, okay. Explain. especially yeah. mm-hmm. when, like, okay, let's say you are critiqued in a particular area a lot. Right? Yes. Yes. Um, definitely. The, and not just, it's it's different when it's from different persons. Yes. But when it's from the same person constantly. Yes. I find myself, and, and my husband told me the other day, he was like, he's called me Joe. But anyway, he mm-hmm. said, Joe, um, mm-hmm. when you, when you like stop caring, you don't care. Ooh. You you can't hear anything. He said like, it, and I didn't realize it until he said it. I was like, "What you mean? I don't hear. I can hear. I can hear well." And so basically, he was saying to you like, "When you when you get to a place, you don't care. You don't receive from that person I at can't all." Hear. Like wow. Marisha, you'll be talking, and I see your lips moving, but there's no sound. Jesus, you just cut right off, right? And 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 I thought about it, and mm-hmm. I realized that stems from. Okay, honestly, you usually have something negative to say. So let me just numb Ugh. my emotions. Let me numb how I feel. Let right, me numb right, right, right. anything that I could feel in this moment. Right. To not, I think I use it as a mechanism to not overreact or to not react. Okay. You know what I mean? Understand. So when I thought, to, to also not feel the pain of the insult that you previously would have received right. from this place where you were constantly right. criticized. Right. Okay. Got I think you. that that's, that's what I thought originally until I looked a little bit deeper, mm-hmm. but um, you can tell me what you think about it. I, I know some areas that I, I honestly, I don't hear <laughs> shut down. Like it is, and it's not, it's not necessarily my attitude changes, you know, it's just something turns off. My face could maintain the same smile, my eyes, and I, I may even respond. Mm-hmm. I may even respond without hearing, like, all right, okay, great, not a problem. I think um, yeah, that, that okay. that's me. Let me tell you what, let me tell you what it is for me. Um, what it is for me is the I think the person. Mm. So I can I can have that same thing happen and I can shut shut off any kind of reception from that individual because they've insulted me. Mm. But it's not from a place of apathy. Mm. It's from a place of protection. Mm. 
Because if it was from a place of apathy for me, I would not care. Because when I say I shut off, shut off for me means that like you won't hurt me anymore. Exactly. Right. It doesn't mean you don't exist. You don't breathe. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> apathy for me. I I can't you know, hear that. You know what I mean? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I. Mm-mm. I think I think mine just is just a teen. No, and I I get I listen. I totally yeah. get it because, yeah. yeah, I totally get it. I totally get it. And I think too the the importance of the importance of understanding like how far like how far out there apathy is, but how close it is as well is where I think it's necessary for us to begin this conversation because when I say it's far out there. Like it's, it's a place of indifference. It's a Mm. place where, where, um, feelings have been exhausted. Disappointment has been, has been the only order of the day. And we've arrived to a place where, man, I I save. Yeah. (laughs) Just, just find, no. just find. I try to find a way to say it. Another, another way. I try to find a way to say it. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Um, where we don't have. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Please find <laughs> a way to say this. Please. Please. There's nothing else left to give. There's no more care to give. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I like it. We, we can work now with that. I today. want y'all to guys cuss. I just saying like that was the first thing right. that popped in my mind. Okay, that's but funny. we have we have nothing. Yeah. We have yeah. nothing. Like I don't have any more care to give at all. Um and I think it I think it's important too for us to not to not misconstrue. Um, the fact that you mentioned it earlier that I can be passionate in one area of my life mm. and completely apathetic yeah. in another, yeah. that passion and apathy can coexist. Yeah. yeah. Like it is possible. Yeah. It is very much possible for those things to coexist and for them to be active in the same person. Like I can be actively apathetic when it comes to my relationships mm. but so wonderfully excited about god and the things of god mm. and in church and just and then, and church, then, church, well, church, church, when church. you're apathetic it brings this stoic kind of mm. and like everything everything about your tone and your demeanor sometimes also to you miss you miss moments you miss yeah. moments so uh, like take for example let's say you were you were being you were in a place where like you had some apathy like taking over your family life mm. you could miss the joys of being with your son mm. Mm. okay i understand you could miss mm. moments of joy mm. like you could miss what's happening in the present because one of the things that oh man you one of the that, characteristics i i, I, I gone straight to a time for true <laughs> one of the yeah. characteristics of apathy it has a tendency to cause you to live in the past and not in the present and yeah. not in the future. Yeah. Or, mm, I lie, to live in the past or the future. Because, let me hear, let me tell you why I say or the future. You so long for that thing that's coming yeah. that you avoid of the avoid joy of, of the happening. present. Yeah. 
Yeah. And so I think it's it's a hmm, it's a dangerous place to live in. Yeah. Um when we when we sense that we've become numb to certain things and to certain people and to certain situations and circumstances in our life, it should set off an alarm. Like there should be something. But that's the thing. Mm. There's no alarm because I'm numb. Ugh. There's no alarm. So how do we, well, first of all, let's, let's, before we even get there, cause that's kind of like later on in the conversation, let's start at this place. Let's take a time now. Let's take a moment right now. All of us who are listening to this, wherever you are right now, if you're tuned in on Facebook, if you're tuned in on Twitter, you're tuned in on YouTube, you're listening to the podcast, you're driving in your car, listening to 93.9 FM. Think about the things in your life where you have gotten to the place where you don't care. i give you a minute. You lack interest and enthusiasm. Don't care. I can think of a couple of things. <laughs> like a couple like, of things caught up in my head. Just think so. about it. Like, what you just think about? Think about okay. things where you say, you know what? I don't care. I care. We mm-hmm. like to say, I don't care. We love it. We love it. We love to say, we don't care. Mm. Think about it, though. One for me. Oh, gosh. This is so. Mm. One for me. I am all of a sudden, and y'all can think this is y'all are gonna think that this is probably shallow and very surface. But for those who really know me, they will understand the danger of what I'm about to say. I have become very apathetic towards my vehicle. <laughs> I see, I know y'all was gonna say this girl being surface and shallow. No, yeah. I serious. Yeah. Yeah, I have I, become. I understand. Like, like, I understand. I I care not. I've seen you in action. Listen to me. You've seen what my car usually looks like. No, I've seen you in action. Don't blame me on oh, the car. Oh yeah, no, no, no. I You've seen, seen you, like I, how I talk to the car. Right. Yeah, yeah. No, I've seen you in action. Holy Ghost. Mm. Like, I need a new car, I, well, and I have said to myself in my mind. Whatever. Kind of service, I don't care. Whatever. Tire flat, put it in it. Okay. Car making noise, whatever. Talk. What what noise? I can't hear the I'm noise. S- listen. That this is that that's that's why it get really bad. It is be to the point like when people up in my car, they be like, what that is? And I'd be like, I don't worry about that. Don't worry. <laughs> don't worry. Don't worry. We can break down now. You don't, don't worry about don't worry. that. No, I know we can break down. But don't worry. I about mean, it. you care a little bit, then you no, know. Don't worry about it. No, I didn't care. It's just that, like, or like we could say, you know, apathetic about gas. Can't be apathetic about gas. Why? Because <laughs> you need gas to go. No, you, you go. need a bicycle. <laughs> Taxi eleven. My legs never fail me. Okay, I was looking for something, y'all. I finally found it. Um, this um this 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 definition. Okay, read your definition one more time. Mm. Lack of interest, enthusiasm, or concern. Lack of interest, enthusiasm, or concern. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this definition I'm going to give you is by a brilliant man of God that I know. He's, he's pretty smart. He says, um, when someone has been overcome with apathy, their life is void of celebration, revelation, mm-hmm. anticipation, and motivation. Wow. It's really the shins. This is the shins for me. <laughs> So yeah. your life is void of celebration, 
that area that you've become apathetic towards or whatever, where apathy is taken over, it's void of celebration. It's void of revelation, new things. There's no newness in it. It's stale. Um, there's no anticipation for anything to become new or become better. Mm. And there's no motivation to even try fix it. Mm. See, you, when, when you talked about your apathy, <clears throat> you're talking about a thing, but I feel like my mine No, I wanted to start there. Mine is is more to a person. Or, um, I wouldn't say an individual, but like a group. Who are you? Oh my gosh, this glitter on your nails is amazing. Okay, sorry y'all, I get right. distracted. Um, who are you? Um, who are you apathetic towards? I can't say that. Understood, right? But there's a group of people. I, no, I mean, I make it sound like a lot, but I'm just saying I'm going to generalize. There's a certain it. kind of people. <laughs> what well, we won't do, <laughs> y'all. There's how to look at her face. Don't look at her face. It's that was Marisha. What we won't do right it's now is that. Um, no, I think. Mm-hmm. Well, Based on my research, ah, <laughs> um, it it stems from trauma. Mm. It's, it's something that you, you don't just become apathetic overnight. No, you you cannot no. just go numb. It's definitely not something that's instantaneous. It takes time. It's process to be wearied. Yes, to be worn out. Yes, mm-hmm. and I think um, that's that that's my issue. Okay. So you're saying that you've been worn to the place of apathy, like literally like, 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 like almost like somebody pushed you into that place yeah, or something pushed yeah. you into yeah. that place. Yeah. Okay. So I want to, I want to introduce um, another, I guess, element of this conversation by telling you about um, another area in my life where I am apathetic, but it's a type of apathy that mm. I am experiencing. Okay. So I'm going to give the definition first, and then I'm going to tell you the area of my life that it applies to. And that sounds like a plan. Okay. Okay. So let's go here to this definition. Static apathy Mm -hmm. is the one that is more easily, easy to identify because these persons have lost the drive to do anything. They literally are just existing, no progress, no achievement, no celebration, and no problem. They're pretty much given up at anything and everything coming out of their existence and just go in with the flow. Mm. Just whatever is whatever is whatever. Um, I call that static apathy. Well, that I call that this, this, this amazing man of God who wrote this mm. calls it static apathy. Um, and I will have to say that I have become statically apathetic in one particular area of my life. You don't have to say it. You don't have to say it. Mm. Oh. Do you have to think this long? No, because it's so like... We don't have to go there. I'm going to do it. This is This is how we overcome. We overcome him by the blood of the lamb and the word of my testimony. Now, those of you who listen to the show, y'all know it is never an issue for me to talk my business. But today, your girl's struggling because this this is not like a present, like I've gotten victory already in this area. This is like a present problem, like real, like issue. Like I literally just am not interested. 
So I am statically apathetic when it comes to my health. Mm. Okay. I have, I've had many moments of being intentional of it, like in the past few years, but for some strange reason in this particular time and space that I'm in in my life right now, I don't care. Y'all don't come for me, please. I, I, I understand. I just bear my vulnerabilities to y'all. I don't need nobody coming in my chat, mm. offering me no mm. advice and mm. telling me, but they're trainer and all. Listen, y'all, listen. I just spare my soul to y'all. Y'all leave your girl alone, please, in Jesus' name. That's apathy speaking. I only wanted you to know you have company. That's all I said. I said that to say you have company. You, you have company. I don't, I, no, I don't need you out. I don't. Do you want out? No. <laughs> when, when you will be free? Soon. Just, just not today. Just leave me alone right now. Message tomorrow after 10. <laughs> after 10 o'clock is the key. <laughs> after 10. I understand. Mm. Um, and there are many reasons that I have become mm. um, apathetic in that regard. Would you say it's because something always going wrong? I have tried a whole lot of things and it's been, there have been so many mistakes made on me mm. because I don't want people to think that that means that I'm like, I'm, I'm like this crazy, like unhealthy fat person. That's mm. not what I mean. It's just that I have had so many things happen to me in going to doctors mm-hmm. and in doing the things that they say you're supposed to do and, then not be and doing the right way. And it's not like it not working. It is in cases, it has literally harmed me. Mm-hmm. Like it has been to my detriment. Mm-hmm. And then I've had to recalibrate my body and kind of like restart all mm-hmm. over again. Mm-hmm. So I have some trauma from experiences. And then to, um, I will admit that there's just been some times when being consistent got inconsistent and then I gave up. Mm. And then there, there's the other part that people don't talk about in reference to apathy is that discipline goes out the window as well. Because you can't be apathetic and disciplined. Yeah. And so for me, yeah. So for me, there is there is a lack of discipline in particular. Um to that that particular area area in my life. So what I need y'all to know is that I have a word from God concerning it. And see, that's why I said I don't need your help. Not because I wanted to stay in my place of apathy, even though I do. Um, but I <laughs> but I have a word from God okay. concerning it. And me and God, faith in that word. Because for so many of you, you would say to me, but Marisha, you don't need a word from God for that to change. You don't know my walk of faith. You don't know my life. You might say that you just need to get up and no, you don't know me like that. You don't know me. I I feel like that hurt. You don't know me like that. That hurt. That's saying you don't know me. And I would never come to tell you, you don't need the Holy Ghost for this. Cause the way I live my life, I need the Holy Ghost for everything. Everything. I need him. I know the Holy Ghost gets tired of me. Tired of me. (laughs) I need him for everything. I need. So y'all might say, Oh, she being super spiritual. She being super deep. She making carnal things, spiritual. You are entitled to your opinion and you can opine your opinion all day long to yourself. I am telling you what my struggle is. And perhaps you could take a, a page out of my book that perhaps that thing that you've been struggling with is because you haven't submitted it to the Holy Ghost. And that's why you don't have no help with it. Um, Giselle says, Marisha, now there are many, many that share that stance. It all starts in the mind. And when you are ready, the right option will come. You're right. You're absolutely right. 
You feel some type of way about what I said just now. I... It in, no, you know, it's just the transition from that to the comment that really, <laughs> I really just had. That... Yeah. So no, and I, I, I'm being honest. Okay, one thing that that we could always say here on Girl Talk, y'all, is that I tell the truth. I do my best to tell the truth about where I'm at. I tell the truth too. Yeah. You're all right. Yeah. And I, so I don't know if I tell as much truth as Marisha, but <laughs> I can tell you. The and truth. that's fine. And that's ah. fine. I need Holy Ghost. I need Holy Ghost. So I've become apathetic in reference to that. But here's 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 the beautiful thing about it. Let me just encourage y'all today. That I'm, I'm on my second smoothie for the day. So it's not like I'm not trying. Okay. Your girl trying. Okay. But I don't care. What kind of smoothie? Mango. It's just only mango, no sugar. Just mango and water. Mm. Literally. Okay. Mango and blue water. That's it. And it's pretty tasty too. I know if I like the water combination. Mm. But it's okay. Can't do the milk and thing. I understand. There's a singer. So yeah. Okay. So um, and here's why I introduced that. I introduced static apathy because static apathy, of course, I mean, just clearly in its label and its definition suggested there is no movement. Mm. Now, in opposition to static apathy is active apathy. Mm. And there's an area of my life that I've become actively apathetic. I'm I'm speaking my truth. And that's when it comes to my finances. I am actively apathetic when it comes to my finances. Like, I actively participate in spending money. <laughs> I actively participate in spending money on things. On things. But behind that spending money on things is rainy days, Marisha. Do you know oh, the rainy man. days are coming? Could you organize yourself and structure your life to, to prepare for the rainy days? Rochelle, what is your problem? I definitely got to make all kind of life decisions before I buy something. Like, all like okay, tomorrow may come. Tomorrow mm -hmm. is coming, and I may need this. So listen to this. It is in the place of active apathy where you do the thing, where you do things because you know how to do it, and because you know you're supposed to do it, but your heart isn't in it at all. It sounds like religion to me. Ah. You know how to pray, how to how to shout, how to how sing. to roll on the ground. Ah, oh man, that hurt. That's I like, like this. Today hurting. Mom. Oh my gosh, I like this. Somebody just sent a message to the text line. Says the only reason I am losing weight now is because every morning I ask the Holy Ghost to help me. I believe that I failed at it many times before wow. because I didn't consult Him. And you are right, absolutely wow. right. And I thank you for that. Wow. Thank you so much for that. I appreciate that. Wow. Yeah. So. Um, I got some static apathy in my life and I got some active apathy in my life. It's only the active that, that took me out though. <laughs> no, for true, because that mm, yeah. it's real. Giselle say, Oh Jesus, Giselle, you coming for me? Oof. Yes, ma'am. Mm. Yes, ma'am. Thank you, Giselle. Mm. Yes, ma'am. I will I will fall in line. Because here I am. I'm explaining to you. I'm actively apathetic. Mm -hmm. I do what I'm supposed to do. So let me just make it clear. I, when I say I do what I'm supposed to do, but my heart isn't in it, I pay my bills. My heart ain't in it. <laughs> I do <know> everybody. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, no. If some of y'all tell the truth, y'all hard and paying them bills because y'all have budgets. And y'all just lay them things out. Y'all just be like, okay, I got to save this for this. Not because and, you want to, though. Pam yeah, but no, 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 no. You, you don't understand it. You, you don't understand the difference. You don't understand the difference. They don't. They don't really want to, but hmm. you do. Okay. It's everybody, man. Okay. Or majority. 
if not everybody. It's another level for me, but what we're not going to do is put all, all, all my business on jail. It's fine. That's what we're not going to do. Giselle, I will see you later on the side. Okay, so active apathy and static apathy, that's what we're talking about. And you said something really heavy there in reference to religion and not just religion, but I believe we have some marriages out there that are actively apathetic. You're just going through the motions. Yeah, y'all roommates. Not only that, like, I mean, you having sex with your husband and it doesn't mean anything. Mm. You're spending time with your kids, but you're not loving on them. You're not you're not actually engaging with your kid with your children. Um, you're having to nurse this baby, but you're not really interested in hearing this child cry all the time and coming to this child's aid. Um, you love your job, but you can't stand the people who work there. So, you know, the passion project that your job once was has now become um, memory and rote, and you're just functioning off of what you know you usually do every day and you and you make your tea at 11 30 and you have lunch um at two o'clock so you go pick up the children from school and then you go back to work and then you finish work at five o'clock and then you go home and you get a turn ready and you do this and you do that and then you cook and then like it's like you're operating in this place where like you're doing what you know how to do but there is no kind of passion no kind of intentionality around it God was dealing with me with something last night um, in reference to something that I was praying for. And he was talking about how to, he was talking to me about preparing for what you pray for and being literal in your preparation. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that he exposed to me was that I was praying according to the word that's been released over my life for increase and overflow and more and all of these things. But he says, you're literally not prepared for it because if I were to send it, you can't handle it. You don't have the capacity for it. And as he was talking to me about that, I realized that there were parts of my emotions that were blocked up in connection to um, relationships, in connection to like just being genuine Mm. with certain people in my life, which meant that I did not have the capacity Mm. to actually experience and get all all that I could Mm. get from that relationship. And so he exposed to me the the gross apathy i'm gonna add that one in there the gross apathy i had in reference to this in reference to one particular relationship because i had written it off even though it's a relationship that i could never get rid of until the person dies and so for me it was just like this moment of him like showing me me and saying to me lana before you go out there trying to tell people how to fix what's wrong with them take a look at you take a look at you take a look at your resistance to get rid of that apathy because there's one thing it's one thing for you to have the revelation and your eyes being open to the truth of what's really going on in your life but it's another thing for you to be resistant in actually making the change or just in complete total denial just not wanting to accept that like no like your heart your heart has become hard and God didn't harden it like how he hardened Pharaoh's heart. Mm-hmm. Your heart is hard and you need to ask God oh. to soften that. Yeah. To soften that because you become hard. You've become hard when it comes to your husband. Why? Yeah. Why? Because he cheated on you, but you stayed. Jeez. So you have to forgive now. And you have to soften your heart again. And you have to let him back in again. If you stay in, if you say you could stay, then, then soften your yeah, heart. Yeah. Okay, don't stay and torture him. Yeah. If you don't want to stay, leave. But don't stay and be apathetic. 
don't stay and just go through the motions. But what what makes us want to stay and go through the motions? Is it because we feel like we? Well, it depends. In this, or, or in, is, in, it, is it like a okay? If I I this is emotionless right now, but it's gonna come back some at some point. Do we think it's just gonna be like an overnight something? Like okay, I don't really feel this today, but uh, hopefully sometime next week. I think. Well, first of all, we don't want change. <laughs> we don't want to. Not for real. No. We, say we, we would like to it. give the appearance that we are. Yeah. Um, we don't want to change. And then I also think, too, that it goes back to, you know, this word that we use, family, familiar. We stay sometimes because we just it's just a familiar place. It's comfortable. Mm. I know these people. I know this confusion. I know this apathetic mess. Well, and I think too, it's sure. Yeah, it's it's sure. It's consistent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I know I can get up there. Right, right. When I get up there, I know what happened. Right. Gee. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Giselle says, "Oh Lord, deliver us." Plenty, plenty areas we just checked out. We we run in on automatic. No, you gotta really think about it. You know, I started to run on automatic with my devotions in the morning, mm. to the point where I would be done listening and reading the scripture and I can't remember nothing I listened to or read. Mm. Mm. And then I was like, wait, what did I? Why? And then there would be some mornings like I would be in there like I'd be laughing while I so, listen in. Like, what, so what, what, what's the difference with the two times? Um, Like is it something that happened maybe the night before that caused you? Yes, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Something that happened the night before that there was one morning I was re-listening to the story of, of Tamar and Absalom. <laughs> listen to me, y'all. That's a soap opera right there. <laughs> if if you listen to me, Honestly, if you oh, the whole Bible don't, listen, the whole Bible is a movie. But that, that story right there, that story right there, but Tamar, wait, that situation right there is you think passions was hard? No, no, ma'am. No, ma'am. That that situation. That's a whole other level lifetime. of trauma. Like, that's lifetime times 20. Lifetime. And so I was like, I was like going, like listening to the story all over again. But of course, it was after I had preached the night before. And so getting back into the word again was exciting. Mm. Right? I was still in that place of like, right. oh, I right. love this word. Right. I need this word. And even in just listening to that same, like, simple story, like, I was able to get something from it. But then I was also like, wait, I can't say what I say because you can't say the word on the radio. But, you know, I was like, wait, take off the chain. Off? <laughs> like, how you could, like how you could do that to your sister and then how? turn around how? and be like, I hate you. Like, how you, how you could sleep with your sister? And then seconds after you sleep with her, get out my face. I don't like you no more. No, you cold. No, you cold. And some of y'all didn't even know that was in the Bible. I know it that. sure is. Jeez. Um. So I, no, you have to know that in the Bible because that's juicy, man. But some people don't know. Just like how some people don't know. Um, Elijah. Um, tell the tell the the um the lion go eat the turn because they call him Baldhead. They call him Baldy Baldy. Baldy. What whatever <laughs> you on today? Is that smoothie y'all? I mean, but people don't know that. That's okay. But I mean, he literally sent an animal after children because they called him Baldy, the prophet, the man of God. That's so cool. That, cold. that he could kill. <laughs> literally. <laughs> literally. Oh, he could kill. Oh my gosh. I I I I get what you're saying. Though. Oh my gosh. But yeah, so like I had become numb. I become numb to 
the impact of encountering God's word on a daily basis. And I had to recalibrate. Do you think we can become numb um, because of hearing the same thing? Like, okay, so, or doing the same thing. Like, it isn't because I lose interest in it. It's just because I'm doing it so much. If that makes sense. Like, we come here every Thursday. Mm -hmm. You can... We can easily go through. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's four o'clock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's an element of it that is like, oh, it's four o'clock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there is. Um, I think, I think that because of, because of the way life is, routine is necessary. Um, routine is necessary to develop good habits and to break bad habits, right? Um, and routine is necessary to for improvement. Because when you need to get something, you rehearse it yeah. over, you practice it over and mm -hmm. over and over again to become better at it. The more you do it, the better you become. And that's because it's muscle memory. Mm -hmm. So I think it's great. However, you could put your heart with your muscles. We can. And when we have become, how can I say this? Accustomed to whatever it is that we do is because we've taken our heart out of it. Because if we put our heart in it, that means that we're going to be intentional. And then if we're spirit-led individuals, that means we invite the Holy Spirit into it. And then there has to be something fresh and new yeah, every time. Every time. Every time. Every time. Once he show up, yes. it's going to be something new and fresh. And you see, you see, every it, you time. see it a different way. Yes. And so, yeah. Yeah. It, it could be, listen, you could do the same routine for 90 years if God allow you to live that long. And there should still be something new and fresh every day if you are led by the Holy Spirit. Yeah. But y'all, you're taking me a little further than where I was ready. No, to I go. just was thinking about <laughs> it, but it's okay. Tell us, you say pride makes you want to stay. Which mean like I don't want to be shame kind of pride, or I guess so. That that's a that could be a part of okay. it. Um, Giselle is the chicken. Oh my God. I, I believe I believe it, Giselle. Yeah, Some, that seems smoothie right no, now. No, what I'm saying, what I I have a high from. I had an awesome time today with the music teachers of the Bahamas today of the government school system. Mm. We had a nice session today. It was a really good session. And usually after I'm done speaking, I'm usually really right. Like I could I could go. Go run when my I, dog. When, when I crash tonight, it's oh, gonna God. be a crash. That's it. <laughs> Ten o'clock. Right now I still on my little whoop 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 whoop. So yeah, no. Um yeah, I'm on a hype. But um the the reality of of moving from a place of apathy begins with where we're at now. Okay. Look at yourself, boo, girlfriend, honey, sweetie, sugar. sugar. What is it that you are saying actively right now, statically, I don't know, however you want to call it, that you don't care about? What is it that you're putting underneath the rug, sweeping underneath the rug? What is it that you're telling yourself? Eh, that, that don't matter. Where have you lost feeling? Ooh. Where have you lost feeling? It's really the people for me. It's, it's not everyone. It's just like I feel like in okay, in my mind, maybe my patience isn't as long. See, because when I go to say it, I think about it. <laughs> right. Um, but honestly, if maybe maybe just need help, but you don't you don't burn me too much times. Mm. You you burn me too much times, and um I call it knowing the nature of the beast. But it's really this, I think it, it's like an unforgiveness, mm. bitterness, cold, stoic, emotionless thing 
formed in the mind. And I know the right thing to do, you know. It's it's not we all do. It's it's not that you don't know the right and thing. And I want you to you alone, because but <laughs> honestly, it's just in some way, shape, or form. It's it just ain't working for me. <laughs> and here's why, here's why I would say it's apathy. It's apathy that's stronger in your situation more than it's unforgiveness because unforgiveness still has an element of care attached to it, you know. Yeah, but I see I care a taint. That's how I know a, a part of it, it still is unforgiveness. A part of, like unforgiveness is is swallowed up in care. Yeah. You because you be oh, every time and you it, see the person, you be think, like, oh, oh. and I think somebody was apathetic. And I think it's because like They'll suck their teeth all day. Deep down, somewhere under all that apathy and unforgiveness, it's like, like, I like you. I, I really do. I like and you. And I want to be in genuine relationship with you. Right. But you you, you ain't treating me right. Mm. You ain't treat. You're not. Let me speak English. You're not treating me right. You ain't. You're not treating me right. And <laughs> it makes me numb Ugh. to whatever you say. Wow. You could you could be telling me a good thing. And I and I all right. Okay. How you do? Okay. And and it it so that statement just proves what, what my Maya Angelou always says. She, what she said. She said that people will forget what you say, but they will never forget how you make them feel. So when I can't hear you, mm. that's that's really my main thing. Like I try to find like any other area mm-hmm. but that's really the mean mean thing it's bad so you think we have unrealistic expectations of people why we begin to i think we want to see us in people too much like the way i with the way i respond i want you to respond because yeah. this is the way i see it yeah or i used to be like that and then i realized how um over the top i was and i'm so glad that people don't respond the way i respond <laughs> And, and, and then I think too, like there's a level of understanding because when when we really say we want people to respond the way we respond, we're trying to be controlling, right? And right. I think um right, uh, an aspect to being caring or um you know just kind is to hear someone else's way, appreciate it, don't disrespect it, and just go along mm. with it. And I think if we if if we could find that middle ground in any relationship in anything, I think that makes life a lot easier and less person's feelings are hurt. So it doesn't have to move to a place where you have to become numb to the point where um, I know this person um, who said like it's is this particular person that they be they become numb to, and it's like you know something ah oh, well. I already know what this person can say, so let me shut down my whole mind. Let me shut down everything so that what they say doesn't bother me. Holy ghost. And that's dangerous. It is. That's dangerous. It's also a place of pride. You think so? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Really, is it? Yeah, because think about it. Somebody, Somebody can say or do something to you to the point where your posture is God can't use them to speak to you. I don't think this person meant that. God could say, and they'll be fine. But when it comes to one particular thing, that's a no. I have the shutdown 
because you go run on. So God <laughs> can't use that person to speak to you about that one particular thing. There's still an element of pride attached to it. I, I don't I don't see pride from that person. That's that's why. You know what I mean? Pride is an eye of the beholder. <laughs> Thank you for saying that, Joy Day. I wanted to, but oh glory, God's still working on me. Ashley says, and it's sometimes hard believing the truth that it was the person you least expected to hurt you. Yeah. Humans like bruh, who raised some of y'all? Who did it? Who? I tell oh. them, I said, they don't make them, they don't make them like Oh, no they really don't. They don't make them like they used to, period. No. They don't make them. No. But I think too that we have become we've become a very bitter people. Yeah. We've become a very bitter people because we have not been taught. I know that the generation that I'm a part of, and I know that the generations after, we've not really been taught how to deal with, with conflict and being overwhelmed. And um, we've not been properly taught how to reason, how to accept, what does it mean to actually accept things for the way they are? Because acceptance is not apathy. Mm acceptance is I will make this work. Yeah. Right. So there's still activity involved in acceptance. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we, we are a very like black and white cut and dry kind of people. Like, like I try my best not to be this person. I see it show up in certain areas of my life, but I've had some victories in other areas, but I, I look at, at people and I just be like, but y'all this generation cut off me. Like y'all just cut the people off. And when I look at the young people that I deal with on a weekly basis, they they cut off. They're Easy. cut off game like as another level. They, are, they have another level of cut off. Like I would never forget um, doing the intervention program at one of the local government schools here. One of the girls who, two of the girls who came in um, to the intervention program today were best friends who fought and they beat one another to, to a bulb and they are best friends but they was like they say my best friend no more just like that like done no more best friendship just like that just like two things so does that mean that it was real I, I mean, because honestly, if you know. if you really love someone, I don't know, but like, and then too, like, what what could have happened that was so? Because extreme? I want to say that about everything else in this in this cutoff culture that exists. Like, so did you actually like it? Like, did you actually enjoy it? Is this yeah. something that you actually wanted? Yeah. Is this person actually somebody that you genuinely cared about? I see people cut off their mummy and thing, but like, I'm fool. This cutoff culture is is another level, and I'm saying to myself, like. Uh, like Tia, who raised who? <laughs> who? who raised these people? Like where did where did the where did the idea? And this is and I don't even want to say that this is a Christian um, concept, even though I know it is. But there was an element of our society where, like, we used to let things slide, but we don't let nothing slide. Let me tell you something. I am I am still from. I am still from, well, I can't say I'm from that generation. So I was raised by the generation that kept the same mechanic 
the same hairdresser, the same nail tech, the same seamstress, the same meat man, butcher. Like I, I can tell you why now. Um, and yeah, I had the same nail tech from grade ten. I, I'll tell you why. And I switched hairdressers when my auntie stopped doing hair, and I had to find somebody else to do my hair. You know, because I can't take risks. That generation didn't have a lot of options. The way the world is going today, we have so many options. You have so many hairdressers. You have so many nail techs. You have so many makeup artists. You have so many clothing stores. You have so many everything options. So the old school and me saying, I ain't care. Options. Because I'd be like, and right, so you would stick with your people. Yeah, no, but if you if you if, if you deal with the a younger generation. What the song say? I know them long time, them people is mine. I know them long time, but still. Uh-uh. Cause then I go sit in your chair and you cut my hair. It, we can fight. There's going to be a breakdown. We 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 in an era of risk. Everyone <laughs> is taking a risk. Yeah, and... no, I can't take see there's so many other areas of my life where I have to take risks. Why am I gonna take risks? With the fact that I never see you do nails before, only on this one person nails do Honestly. I see, and now I must let you do my nails. And uh, uh, point is, wasn't a lot of options, and principle was principle. Everyone had their person, and they were okay with that person, and that person was consistent. Now we have to switch mm. it up so much because there are so many options, and everyone isn't consistent. So that means that in our cutoff game. In our newfound exposure, we 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 have so many levels of inconsistency. Mm. That's why we move. Giselle says, "I'm learning. It's not cut off game, but learning and accepting that God just hasn't graced all of us to deal with the same thing." I'll take that. I like that. Would you get accept and handle? I can't. I can't. Hey, Crystal, what you saying? But I mean, like, she's right, though. She's right, because there are things that I've seen other people handle. That I... But to me, those things are, like, extreme. Like, to me, those things are major. Like, I said to my pastor the other day, like, how how he's getting through this process of losing both his parents in the, in the within the space of, of eight to nine months. I can't, I can't fathom. Wow. And I don't want to know. Right. I don't want to know what that feels like. And in my mind, I'm like... But you want a lot, babe. Like, wow. I pray for you, but you want a lot. Wow. Because to me, like, it's like, it's like, it's like the extreme thing. I looked at my sister the other day with my niece and I was like, you know what? The Lord in his kindness knew that even Marisha about to be 35 years old, if she had had a child, she'd have been a hot mess. Mm. And he knows I couldn't handle it because I look at her and I'm watching her. Being patient, but the screaming baby. Oh, they, like they I scream. watch in, like I watch in, like I'm watching the patient. I'm watching her, like she, she's she right here. Really. Oh, baby, it's gonna be all right. And she taught, like, and I watching her. Oh, come on! And I'm like, I didn't walk out the room. But see, baby and grip that, that I gone. That kind of affection comes when it's your own. Though. Exactly, but that's what I'm saying. Is this though? I don't have it. So it don't. I don't have it. So you understand what I'm saying? So I like you won't tolerate it. Uh-uh, cause I, I have it yet, so I can't let. Honestly, my now baby. when I have mine, it's gonna be different. Mm-hmm. I know that, but mm-hmm. what? I, but I'm just mm-hmm. pointing out the thing that 
she can handle dealing with her child. I can't. My baby just learned he know how to scream. Oh, Jesus. And I promise you, I oh, will Jesus. look at him and watch him scream. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so because I love him and he laughs. But what you do it is a lot. I know you just try to use your lungs <laughs> and try to stretch his vocal cords. And you can do that, sir. Do it. So I think I <laughs> I think that that is just like it's important for us to recognize what we can handle, what we can't, what we can't handle. But I think this cut off culture is developing a generations, not all, is developing generations of apathetic people. Agreed. Agreed. So because something is does not work for you right then and there, cut. You done. So how how about if I do that to you? I had I had that. How about if I do that to you? How about I cancel you? Let me cancel you. I. Well, I've experienced that. Ooh. That is hard when people I've, cancel you. I've experienced that this week. Yeah. Somebody cancel you? Call. What did you do? Same thing I'm doing right now. Move on. Wow. Just said that. No. You know, um, <clears throat> what someone said to me one time is like, you know something, Joyne? I just need to cold turkey you. It's like cold turkey, baby. Go ahead. Somebody said that to your face? Risha, where yes. Where did find these humans from? I don't know where they find me from. This it looked for me. Cold turkey. That's what they call it. Cold, cold turkey. Take it with a grain of salt. I promise you I'm quoting. Because they had some newfound revelation that the Lord say no. I don't know. Whatever. See, apathy. I already say whatever. Don't matter. <laughs> okay, no problem. But it we we develop apathy when people do dumb things like that. And you know what it is? It's lack of maturity. You don't know how to um resolve issues in a healthy manner. So your first your first thing is to cut off. Ouch, I try to rock in my head just now. Mm. Cause I, I cut off somebody quick. I mean, this is the person that I, I met for the first time. <laughs> see, was, I see you justifying yeah, your apathy. I mean, I... <laughs> yeah, it was bad, though. It was really bad. I didn't oh, get to tell you about that. But anyway. Oh, my God. Yeah. I think... Anyway. I just want to read this line here. Cold turkey. Let me just say that apathy never comes without excuse. There is always a justification as to how we got to that place. Can't be justified. Okay, so how do I get rid of this? What do I do? I want to tell a story. <clears throat> I want to tell a story. If you could remember, um, and I want to make sure I tell the story correctly, there is... Um, the passage of scripture in the Bible that talks about um, okay no I won't go there I'm going to tell it figuratively not specifically and intentionally and literally imagine you were positioned back in the Bible days and your job as a priestess a priestess 
Your job as a priestess was to offer up prayers on behalf of other people. Mm-hmm. And you constantly see God answering their prayers. Mm-hmm. And God never answers yours. Mm. Or it seems like he doesn't. Or it seems like mm-hmm. he doesn't answer yours. And so you then become disappointed. And then your disappointment grows into... Over time. Over time, grows into doubt. That doubt then matures into unbelief. Mm-hmm. And that unbelief slides you, pushes you directly into a place of apathy yeah. concerning your own victories, yeah. concerning your own requests, concerning your own triumphs. So yes. whenever somebody else comes in and says, this is what I'm believing God for, you can, to bring it into the 2020, um, 2022, you can put on your I can't help it, I'm an intercessor shirt and pray and pray and trouble the throne until whatever breaks off of them needs to break off of them. Until whatever it is that they need happens and then you go home convinced that you will never experience the same. What is the solution to that? That's the question that you're asking. The solution to the the place of unbelief, because what I really wanted to slip in now for the believers listening to this, if you have apathy in an area of your life, there's faithlessness in that area. Even if it's a person? Even if it's a person. Faith in them? Faith in what God says concerning them to you. What if God don't want them to be in your life? But then why are you run? You're keeping people run. Right. But then you say, don't be apathetic. So I've gone to, gone to one around me and me around them. No? Hmm. These, these real questions, Marisha? If God don't want you to be around them, but you're around them? You win. Okay. All right. Okay, I see it. Okay. I see it. It's fine. Because there's a word. And to function in opposition to a word is, is faithlessness. Mm, cool? Mm, we cool? I, you know something? Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. It's okay. You win that one. Okay. It's fine. So, behind, with, coupled in, mixed up, in apathy, is an element of faithlessness. Now, the question is... How to get out of the place of apathy into the pl- what is the goal? That's the question that I want to ask as a as a result of your question. Like, because think- what what are we going to label as the opposite of apathy? Dun, dun, dun. Um, what did it say? What Int- is the or- interest? Enthusiasm. So we're gonna label as oh, did you close out? Wow, my phone, y'all, my phone is just not working with me. So the opposite of apathy would be a life full of celebration, revelation, motivation, and anticipation. I'm going to say something totally different just now, but okay. No, yes. but that's according yes, to what yes, my definition yes, was. Yes. What was your definition? Um, I was trying to find it just now, but um, it would be interest, enthusiasm, and concern because it's a lock. Right. With- so interest, enthusiasm, concern. Celebration, 
Revelation. Revelation. Motivation. Anticipation. Manifestation. Ma! Shade. I don't know why, but okay. Shire. Giselle say add, add participation. participation. Please. Right. So what does that look like in for take for example the situation where a wife has become apathetic toward her husband? What does celebration, revelation, motivation, participation, enthusiasm, interest, and concern look like? That's the question that you need to ask yourself. And then you need to actively participate in acts to bring those things to yeah. pass. Yeah. And that's really the answer there. Mm. The answer is I recognize that I have become numb concerning Rachel? this thing, concerning this person in this particular area of my life, in believing that this thing can change, in, in being convinced that that progress is possible, that I can be better, that this can be better, that things can am, change, I that am. I don't have to be broke. We have, there has to be, and I'll put it in order. There has to be revelation. There has to be something that comes into you, comes into information that comes alive on the inside of you that births something to cause you to move. I, sorry, I can't say it no other way other than spiritual ways that, that, that births something on the inside of you that causes you to move. And I am convinced in order for that apathy to die, like for real, for real, and not just pretend to die. Like, like the enemy would try to make us pretend to see smoke mirror. Ooh, it's gone. Actually, no, it's not. So to really get rid of it, there has to be some injection, injection from the spirit of God to shift you and to catapult you out of that place and into the next place. Honestly, Marisha, was it going to stick a pen right there? That sounds so good. It sounds so good coming out your mouth. <laughs> it sounds good. I ain't gonna lie. Because when you... I it's hard for me to see a revelation. Let me just use you, for example. Yeah. Right? It's hard for me to see a revelation concerning you if you're doing the same things. It's hard for me to see a revelation for me because if I do the same things. <laughs> Right. It's so, hard for me to say I can wake up tomorrow morning and all of a sudden I'm just gonna do right when it comes to my health and be right just and, and, and this person. So what do I do? Where where for where are you pulling this revelation from? Moments. It's not gonna happen overnight. You gotta start with the moments. To that to that woman who's finding it hard to 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 let her husband in again to love him again, she gotta start with moments of loving him because we're not gonna go from a place of apathy to a place of passion, but to thing, a place of excitement, to the, a place of celebration or but enthusiasm. If, but if the or active participation, the good, you be the good and make the good outweigh the bad from your end. That's difficult. It's really. very hard. That's difficult. Are you saying this? And I think I think in about. <laughs> This particular thing, yeah. and that's driving me crazy. No, I'm saying it, and I'm thinking about I'm thinking about my own personal situations and saying how Marisha, it's that simple. It's that simple. It's that simple. But we don't want to do it. The the things that we see, they're temporal and subject to change. We don't want to do it. Okay, it could change. We don't want to. Man, these people are always saying dumb things, man, Marisha. I think we don't like, want to. You saying that, and I just I could hear the dumbness. And I could hear the. I can go eat these wings tonight. <laughs> Honestly, wing a good wing will change your life. Listen to me. See, see, it'll see? change your life. See? The dumbness. <laughs> it'll change the hot sauce and ketchup. It'll change <laughs> the dumbness. The dumbness. I understand though. Seriously, the dumbness. 
It is. Mm. It is so easy. It's so easy. It's easy to give up. Yes. It's easy to give up. It's easy yes. to stop trying. It's easy to not be intentional. And we don't we 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 don't even realize it in life. We are very careless with the things that are free and easy. Mm. We don't value them. We don't treasure them. Mm. And so when it comes to the things that require effort and like Giselle said, participation, when we reach that end goal, we treasure it and we value it as a whole lot more. I, I, okay. I see where the pride comes in because as far as in my mind, you can't, they can't be fixed. And not only that, it's just as far as I'm concerned, you, you, you already messed up so bad Ooh. that it's not worth, mm. it's not worth my time. What if, Jesus, what if Jesus said that about you? Well, that's what it'll have to be. Honestly, that, that's how it feels in that moment. But we know it can't be like that. Mm. We know it can't be like that. Hey, Marsha. Marsha says we were taught in school that the opposite of love is, about is not hate, but apathy. Yes, we yes. talked about that last week. That's kind of how we transitioned into this topic yeah. um, today. My computer's frozen. Well, Giselle said, mm -hmm. powerful, not easy, but powerful. And she also said, it happens when we realize the cost of staying is the staying the same outweighs the cost of changing. Mm. Change is expensive. Kelsey says, no joining. It can't be that I kill him with love. <laughs> Change is expensive, though. Yeah. I, because I'll there's an element Kelsey. There's an element of sacrifice in change. There's an element of sacrifice. I think the only sacrifice in that is you. Yeah. It's you because yeah. the, 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 the issue with changing is this is unknown to me. Yeah. I don't know how this is gonna go. So let me just take this, let me take this right. Yeah, and then and that and in this particular case too, like okay, let's not even use your situation. Let's just go to like our own, like our own little personal apathetic stuff that we got going on. How, however it falls and whatever it looks like. Think about what Jesus would do in that situation. I know, I know, I know, I know. You saw me want to suck my teeth. I know. We don't want to think about it, but then you're around, you're calling yourself a Christian and you don't want to think about what Jesus would do. So who are you imitating? Honestly, this is not it. It's hard. It's hard to see what Jesus would do with my reality. It's the reality that keeps messing me up because, okay, I could ask myself, myself on what would Jesus do? And I know what Jesus would do, but no. Whatsoever things are pure. Whatsoever things are lovely. Yeah, I know. If there be any virtue, I if know. there be any praise, think I, I, on I these know. things. On these I, things. I, must, I really need deliverance. I need to be set free. Think I need to on oil. these things. Because and I, I I'm I'm saying that very calmly and very nicely and very gently because it is hard. It is hard. The Bible says where there is envy and strife, there's every evil work. And so 
it's hard. It is hard to get away from that bitterness, from, from that envy, from that, from that nastiness that comes as a result of being numb. It's hard. It's hard to pull away because it feels almost like vengeful. And it feels like I'm like, I just like, I supposed to be able to feel this way. I have a right. I have a right to be numb. I have a a right. right to not care. No, you don't. Yeah. Yeah. No, you don't. You don't right no rights to nothing. Why? Twain says <laughs> change only seems more expensive because you have to pay for it coin by coin, bit by bit, mm-hmm. step by step. Yes, sir. That's heavy. Yes, sir. It's pride, man. We need to have apathy towards that demon pride. There we go. The woman of God said it. Help us, Holy Ghost. Real question. Did Jesus himself have a cutoff situation? You know what, Giselle? You know what? There was a time in my life where I I was convinced he did. And then I had to preach the story. And God opened up my eyes to how he didn't. Because I I don't know if... If... um, Like when he said that the people don't receive you, dust your foot off and and don't look back. Sure did say that. And then, you know, people like Buster Line, if your right hand offend you, cut, cut it, it off. off. The Lord say cut off. <laughs> that's, a, that's scripture. But then those same people that he didn't look back at, he went on the cross for. Mm. And both situations, John Manson wasn't even the one I was going to mention because I was going to mention the one where he got in the temple and he just freak like freak himself out. Freak up. And freak in our belief. minds, we we use that 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 passes to justify our righteous anger and to not care about people's feelings mm. and to just say whatever we want to say. But then, when you really analyze the story, mm. you, I, I understand you pay attention yeah. to the instructions that Jesus gives to his disciples when he sees it. He stands in, 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 in the frame of the door. He sees the situation. He tells his disciples, go get me some cords. And then in order for the cords to become a whip, Jesus had to sit there, uh, according to scripture, and braid that cord. So that was not him not caring, freaking out, acting like, okay, you know what? Y'all turn my daddy house into a den of thieves. I can get y'all. No, 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 no. He took his time and thought about that. Because I mean, they just had no 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 cards for a whip and they backpack. So do, do you traveling? Think, do you think it's it's a matter of maturity? Definitely. Not only is it a matter of maturity, but it's a matter of intentionality. The areas of our lives where we are apathetic, we are not intentional. I can't be intentional if I'm not mature. Mm. Because maturity says that I need to be intentional. Me being intentional doesn't make me mature because I can be intentional and and still go okay, back. Show's done today, <laughs> <laughs> right? Because I mean, because I okay. This 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 is this, big. This is this is a lot. This is big because I, it's making me think about a lot of things. Yeah, because no, you can't. You cannot spend the rest of your life throwing tantrums. At some point in time, you have to realize that you've been given a language. You can speak it and you can reason and you can have a conversation and you can communicate what you want. You cannot spend all of your life being that two-year-old who screams because they didn't get what they want. Right. Maturity is necessary. 
is necessary. And furthermore, if we go according to one of um, our church's favorite verses in scripture, if we go according to Psalm 1 verse 3, if you are like a tree planted by the rivers of water, do you know what causes a tree to continuously get taller? It's connection to water. A tree's, a tree's inability to become taller is because it can't find water. So if you if you saying, I shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, that means you're never supposed to stop growing. That means you should always be maturing. Always. Mm. Till you dead. There should be something in our lives that shifts us from a place of immaturity and ignorance to a place of revelation and change. Mm. Till we go to see Jesus. We should still be maturing. There should be some revelation that you receive and you'd be like, my goodness, I was ignorant. Yeah. I think that comes with time. Time. And then a desire. Because we could talk about all of this stuff. We could talk about revelation. We could talk about celebration. We could talk about enthusiasm. We could talk about interest. We could talk about concern. We could talk about anticipation. We could talk about participation. But if you don't have a desire for it. This this may sound weird, right? Uh-huh. But I was apathetic when it came to my hair. Oh. Jesus, can we, can we, can somebody lift up an offering? Honestly. Please. No, see, now you're saying it because now I realize the small areas that I had to fix. And I'm, that may sound very carnal, but still, just hear, hear me out, right? And, and this may sound actually crazy. God told me you have to fix it. And then when I went Marisha, I was like, oh, sis, I love it that your hair brushed. But what, what I won't do is brush it. And I had no appreciation of why you brushed. Like you, you, you see, and that only came over time. And you need, to, you need to have the people in your life who could see the apathy in you and continuously speak to it from a place of love. Marisha, Marisha, did not she ain't do it from love though. She, she I got, surely she, did. She gonna be That's silent. why it changed. Marisha say, Marisha say, Joe, <laughs> you ain't fixing to say. <laughs> no, because it, it, it was it was out it was out of it was out of order. It was bad. It was bad. It was it was bad. So I, at first I was very loving, but then then you got violent because you don't respond to love. <laughs> I respond to violence. You respond to violence. To violence. That's another conversation for another day. It's really oh, the violence. Jesus. Honestly, and I, but believe it or not, that small change helped me change a lot of things in other areas too. <laughs> Just I'll take. I take that. I wash, can my take my... <laughs> wash my hands. What happens when you pass seventy times? <laughs> Tell me. <laughs> You're jokey, mate. <laughs> You're jokey. Um, what happens after you passed your 70 times 7? Because the majority of us have lived long enough. We, we don't we done pass our 70 times 7 with Jesus. And tomorrow, when you do that thing, he, he can throw it into the sea of forgetfulness and he can forgive you. He's so kind. Boy, I, I won't be that kind. Mm-hmm. Someday. I think um, when you've been forgiven much, yeah, you love much. Yeah. And 
when it comes to really like really having the desire to be different, to be better. Now this, I believe, is where we need the Holy Spirit to come in clutch because, you know, the Bible tells us to seek you first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto us. And what I love about Jesus is Jesus is very smart. Jesus tells us to do things that we don't innately want to do. If it was innate in us to desire the kingdom of God mm. and his righteousness, yeah. Yeah. it would not need yeah. to be an instruction. Yeah. Because yeah. he knows. Because he knows. He knows. He knows what our desires is. Our desires is for our, to consume our own lusts. Jesus. Jesus. And to be right. And to feel like I have the right to be mad with you. To be right. That's really it. To be right. And to be in control on, with Chris, our rightness. Crystal said, I ain't going to make it to 70 times. Seven, three strikes. You're out. Oh, Lord, Crystal. Three. I think I think my mine is really conditional. And that's hypocritical. But yes. Still, I just so to, glad God is not like a man that he right, should lie because, or the son of man that he should change. Because we make decisions to mine. forgive Marisha 20, 50, 70 times 7. One million times. Right. <clears throat> but someone who we don't have regard for. Ugh. Once One strike, you out. Pride. Help me, Holy Ghost. Lord, I repent. And we ain't talking about that today. We're talking about apathy. I just saying. <laughs> we talking about apathy. Oh man. We're talking about we're, we're talking. We're talking Ooh, about <laughs> we're talking about apathy. Yeah, man. No, we gotta we gotta fix this. Ladies, we cannot live lives where we don't actively participate in the moments, man. We can't be numb. Our lives cannot be happening and all we doing is functioning by muscle memory. No. That's why we miserable. That's why we snapping at everybody. Right. That's why we treating people bad. That's why we being stink. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, no, boo. Yeah. Wait, we're not healing. That's why you like somebody like genuinely asking you, how you doing? Why are you asking me how am I doing? No, no, I just, just, I just okay? want to know. I just want to know. Like, I really, you know, and, and. I mean, because that, that person, usually when someone asks them, like, how you doing? It's from a bad place. So it's hard to see someone saying, are you okay? Or how you doing from a good place? Because the if you. If I'm used to you asking me if I'm all right, my first question will be like, what you mean if I'm all right? I, I don't look all right to you. A soft answer turns away wrath. Yeah, but we ain't dealing with we ain't dealing with that kind of people. Yeah, no, but a soft answer turns away wrath. So if your question to me is filled with wrath, mm -hmm. my soft answer will turn you away. Mm -hmm. A soft answer. Like, I have proved it. Oh, my gosh. Listen to me, y'all. I can tell the story. I was out on a date. And somebody, uh, they, they, like how they come to you? I think they think twice before they come to me. But then sometimes they slide through. Some some people who are not so smart slide through. I was out on a date and somebody came and approached me. 
while I was out on a date. This is not the date. This is not the date person talking. Nope. Somebody came okay. and approached me while my date was in the bathroom and started to say to me, you think you should be... No. <laughs> no. Don't even finish that. As a woman of God. I can tell what they said. And I wasn't drinking. I wasn't smoking. I wasn't in no club. I wasn't in no bar. Tell me what they say. I really want to know. I had on a... I had on a... Like a tube, like a tube mm. top, high waisted. Okay. So like my shoulders were out. Okay. Now, mind you, my jacket was on the chair behind me. Okay. But I guess I was too fat for you to see my jacket. Okay. Um, but I had on like um leather pants. Okay. It's very cute. Little peplum. That's cute. <laughs> I didn't want to cute. Uh, I was cute, boo. I was cute. Given. And I enjoyed that date. Okay. Okay. And I did look good. Good. And people was looking at me and wanted to be my date. Wow. And I felt really good about myself. Good. Looking good. I listen, and looking I smell good, good too. Good. Yes. Okay. And the person walked to me, and they had they they actually like they said like, you, know, like, you know this person. No, 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 stranger. Oh. oh. Yeah, no, 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 a stranger who feel like they knew me was like, you think you should be dressed that way as a woman of God? And I gonna lie, for the first. Four hours of that moment, I actually questioned whether or not I should have been dressed like that as a woman of God. I wonder what Crystal said because I know she says something bad. I questioned, I questioned my no for real. I did. Like I was even talking to my dick, and I was like, babe. Like, and he was saying, but you covered though. And like he was saying to me, like, but I don't see like your skin is not exposed. Like your clothes are not extremely tight. Like, what are we doing here? And he was getting mad with me because I kept obsessing over the moment. Man, listen to me. I, <laughs> I eventually settled to realizing something. And I settled to this. And anyways. I set out to realizing that um, perspective is so important when it comes to life. Mm. And that some people stranger. I mean, like will I hearing you, but I guess will always, always, no matter what you do, will always find it hard to celebrate you because of their own bitterness, their own cold, nasty, stink, disgusting, apathetic selves. My response to that individual was, thank you so much. I didn't realize it. Oh, he's a woman of God, woman of God. So what? What do you mean? <sighs> and I think that they were so expecting me to pop off that silence after that. Kind of. Now I want you to know in times past, that hasn't always been my response to when people come at me the, concerning certain okay, things. Okay, wait, when you say times past, you mean after that or before that? Before that. Okay. Times past. Okay. I wasn't always, you know... The welcoming person, because I want you to know somebody slim taught me to um try to tell me about my clothes, and I was like, "You skinny boo, you don't know my struggle. Don't speak to me." 
It's cold. Man. I was out of water. No, but you skinny and you do not know my struggle, so you cannot speak to me. Now, nah, hold on. That still stands. We should let's go back to the story. It's, it's a few that things, still stands. It's a few things that I want to understand about this. But no, for real. I so okay. Mm-hmm. Complete stranger mm-hmm. talks about clothing. Mm-hmm. You say okay, basically thanks. So yeah, sorry, I didn't. I didn't realize it. Yeah. Did you put on the jacket? No. Okay. What I want to know is why did you obsess about it? Because they made me feel conscious of myself, mm. and they made me second guess the checks that I did before I left the house. Okay. And it was as a woman of God that got me. Mm. Because I looked at myself as a woman of God before I left the house. Because I'm never not a woman of God. Mm. And I looked at myself as a woman of God before I left the house. And I was good with who I, with, how, with how I looked. And this, and they don't know you? No. The story, the story in it. Okay. Are you going to read what Crystal said? <laughs> Did we read this? No. Thank God for Jesus. We are still learning and growing, exercising our faith. Awareness is the first step. Thank you. That's why I don't that's why I don't like Crystal. Crystal, you have to stop. You have to stop it. You have to stop it. <laughs> I'm not saying that. <laughs> Crystal, I'm not saying that. Ah, Crystal! Crystal say they could be single forever or capital O R. Capital O R. That's why their husband is beyond the fry with Tingham. Too boring. Too boring. Crystal. It's really the Peter, fry. Peter, come forth. Oh, but <laughs> oh, but for one moment that would have been my sister. One. Peter, 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 come forth. Cut off that A. Say Maurice, you scrong. <laughs> scrong. Because just, I, I right here trying to figure out the story, like, and you know what, Giselle, you're right. Why do we allow other people's opinion to have such an impact? Um, you know what, I, I'm not gonna lie to you. That comes to the territory, and 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 that's the only way I could explain it. It comes like, to the territory. I, I think sometimes people are so convincing that they make you believe. Like someone could say, "Join," they said, "Boom, boom, boom," mm-hmm. and I, did, did I really say? <laughs> Like they're so convincing that because yes. you, you could think like, wait, I, I think I really did say that, or you know, it, it makes you second guess too, and then too we we care. Yeah, and for the person like we said this last week, for the person who walking around you pretend like you don't care, people think you are a liar. The truth yeah. is not in you. But the Bible says this: if you confess your sins, He's faithful and just. <laughs> faithful and just. So you know, yeah, no, no, you 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 care. We all do. We all do. Harriet Rania yeah, agreeing with Crystal. Um, obviously, that person was on assignment, and I was going to openly rebuke he, she, or shim, my God, because it's not your business what I have on. Indeed. But it also it also taught me to, like, um, in that moment, it taught me to be more confident in who I am as a person and to make sure that when I respond, I always respond and not react. That's what it taught me. It taught me the importance of responding and not reacting. We're just going to stick a pin right there. Yeah. So it means that this person sat down. I don't know. Observed you. Yep. Because it, that's not that's not something you say no, no, in no. passing. No, no, no. That's something you you sat down, you thought about it, yeah. you say you know something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And all I, I shared all I had to say is soft answer turns away wrath. I wish you didn't share that. That messed up my mind. <laughs> soft answer turns away wrath. I'm... And um, in that situation, I cared. No, I cared. I cared. Let me tell you why I cared. And this this doesn't apply to everybody because everybody doesn't everybody doesn't function the way that you and I function. Let me tell you why I had to care. Because I never know when I could end up in a situation where I'm about I'm behind a microphone and that same person is in the audience. I have to care. I have to care. Just like how I said to y'all on our very, very first show, my issue with the whole situation with my with the the guy who I was dating and I found out he had a girlfriend my entire yeah. issue about the way that I found out about that situation was suppose your girlfriend end up in a congregation where I preaching and she turned off from her and me because she think I wanted you and I and I didn't know what was going on like that was my number one reason for being living with him so if I'm honest with you in that moment I I was like Marisha you the Bahamas is too small. You never know when when you may have to minister to that person. So be careful how you respond. I had a check myself moment yesterday in front of the registrar office. Oh, that's hard. And I just had to walk away. Yesterday I had a situation too. <laughs> and <laughs> like... Mm -mm. Mm -mm. So I, I think that it's important for us to understand that. But I think, oh, you're going to read that? Go ahead, read it. To me, that person have their own issues they need to address. Like maybe they need to develop some self-confidence. Yeah, some confidence. Yeah. Um, I think um, on the flip side of that, mm -hmm. apathy can be developed in situations like that. Yes. And... um. That's that's really it for me mm -hmm. because if had had you not responded in that way and internalized it mm -hmm. and a lot of to fester mm -hmm. and to really receive that person's true intention, mm -hmm. the issue the issue for me is having eyes to see is a problem. Mm. It is because I see what you mean. Mm. I, I I see I see where that where that came from, mm -hmm. and that can in turn make you very numb when you know someone's true intentions. Mm. I understand, and I think that's where, but particularly in church, that's where apathy kind of stems. So you could sit there, be convinced that nothing you could say or do could ever change this person's perspective of you, or you could take the approach that doesn't matter what I'm called to, doesn't matter what the purpose or the calling of God is on my life. I've been anointed for what it is that I'm called to do. At some point in time, you will encounter the anointing of God on my life and you won't be able to deny it. So stay on, stay stuck on stupid. That's fine. The anointing on my life will speak for itself. I'll, I'll just and that's the place. I'll, I'll just take that. That's the place that I live in now when it comes to people who I know can't stand the ground I walk on or the very air that I got to share with them to breathe. See, for me, it's very different. The anointing on my life is going to speak for it. The results from God anointing me is going to speak on his behalf and on my behalf. I, I try, I try, fine. I try to see a little different. Don't like me? Cool. I, I, I love you though. Mm -mm. 
I love you. I love you. I love you. I know the song. But anyway. You love me, Barney. No. <laughs> I think it's Jonathan Nelson. Anyway. Yeah, no, man. It, 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 it speaks for itself. I, and then, then, furthermore, I don't have the time to be concerned with your dislike of me. Because like I'm like, I'm like Pastor Joel. Everybody loves me. Everybody likes me. I I do. I like me. I you I, like me. I what's I wrong do with you? Very, very, very differently. Yeah. I try to take the naive approach, but that's denial. I because I, you're not naive. It saves me a bit. <laughs> How? It saves me a bit because. Like, you know, see and don't see. No, but you see. But see and don't see. You see. But don't see. You do you lying. It I'm is is it still a lie? It is it in my brain. A lie of omission. <laughs> I mean, I, I see, don't see, hair, don't hair. Yes, I and... it's not real. You know it. You can see it. You can sense it. It's there. So just be determined not to No, but it it helps, it helps the way I deal. It's it's like what you said um, about something about reaction, reacting over responding. Right. I mean, responding over reacting. Yeah. yeah, I agree. However, you can't be you can't be like I can pretend like I see this there. No, it there, it there, they there. But I gotta let them be. You let them be, but let them be from a place of victory, not from a place of avoidance or denial. Let them be because, and not from a place of apathy. Let them be because I, I don't want to die. Okay. I don't have the time. And, and there are some things that, that just speak for itself that I just don't need no help. And one of those things is annoying. Mm. It's just that's how it's going to have to be. Okay. I rest my case. <laughs> okay. Um, ladies. Tonight we got homework. All of we. All of we. After the house has become quiet, after things have settled down, after our day is done, tonight we are going to sit down and make a list of the areas of our lives where we be, we've become apathetic, where apathy has set in, whether it's strict, static apathy, whether it's active, whether we question whether or not we have feelings in it or not, we're going to sit down and make a list. And then what we're going to do is we're going to be intentional to establish new routines to create new muscle memory to break the apathy in our lives. If I got to do it, y'all have to do it too. I'm working on it. If I have to call Giselle before the end of the weekend, part two. <laughs> call, call her for part two. Oh, God. If I got to call Giselle, Giselle, I ain't going to lie. I ain't calling you before the end of the weekend. I can call you next week. What's this? Um, yeah, yeah. But if I got to call Giselle next week, because I got to get my finances together, and if I got to go have a conversation with the Holy Spirit one more time and let him lick me inside my head um, in reference to some other things in, mm. um, in my life, then. No, man, you got to do it, too. 
So let's 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 make a pact today. We are going to deal with this. We're gonna deal with it, man. Let's really become better versions of ourselves. Let's stop talking about it and having amazing conversations about becoming better versions of ourselves. And let's put some action to becoming better versions of ourselves by actually sitting down, making a list of the areas of our lives where we become numb. And let's just make a conscious decision to not be numb. And... Be realistic. Y'all, I am not about to become a social media inspiration for how to work out as a plus-size woman and eat right. It's not about to happen. And I'm not about to become a financial guru either. Start a vlog. No. That's what's not going to happen because that's my personal business. <laughs> it's not what's going to happen. Okay? Um, no, but you got to know. Like, you have to know the steps that you need to take, like you have to know, you got to know you boo and you got to take the necessary steps to become a better version of you. No one's going to do this for us, y'all. Nobody is coming to do this for us. Kelsey, I need help too. I already thinking about everything that she's saying and, and no one is going to do this for us. No one is going to do our homework for us. No one is, listen, we have to do this. We have to be intentional and I know I know I don't want to do it either. I would like to leave here and go find me some wings because I really, really want some wings, some sweet chili wings. That's what I want right now. They so good. <laughs> Are you even hear me? <laughs> <laughs> I try this, but I just no, know. no. Uh, I mean, we gotta do it. Honestly, for me, I am realizing that I need deliverance. In this area, from this particular mm -hmm. thing, mm -hmm. and I'm I'm really gonna ask God to help me with mm -hmm. it because He's the only one who can. Because, man, I, I even as early as today, I found myself in this place where okay, no problem. Yes, yes. Tell Tina, don't condone emotion. Do not, do, do not, do not. But mm. I, 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 I'm gonna work on it. That's. That's my only five cents. I, I, I'm going to work on it. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. And you know what? Um, for those of you who didn't join it, I, I'm, I'm actually excited about this because this is the very first conversation that we really, really are actually going to continue in the WhatsApp group. Mm. And this is going to be good. And um, we're going to talk about our goals and our progress in reference to getting rid of the numb areas. So if you would like to be a part of the WhatsApp group, you can send a message to 828-3543 or 828-2543 and we'll get you added in there. Um, but we're going to actively talk about that this week. Let's let's target okay. it and let's encourage one another as women. Let's do this for real, y'all. Mm. Giselle, I do not know. I know, honey. For real. Why are you ain't in the group? Let me fix it right now. What was Quickers to say? Stop. Quickers to say. I don't know if I want to know what to say. Wow, y'all have a WhatsApp group. And I hang on it. Wow. Oh, where they was that, where were they? Uh, was that last last show? That was week show, before last. Where 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 y'all been? Sorry, Crystal, we're gonna fix it right away. Right where y'all been? I you know what? I'm I'm gonna copy and paste it right now on, onto the onto the thing so y'all can add yourself. Sorry, Crystal, we sorry. There you go. We're coming in Boom. hot. Boom. 
Boom. There it is. There it is. We're gonna continue. <laughs> we're gonna continue this conversation yeah. um, because I I feel like this this right here is a is a is a victory that can have impact on the rest of our lives. If we really, really conquer, can you imagine the moment apathy creeps creeps into your life? There's an alarm that goes off mm. that says, "Wait a minute, wait like this. Why don't I care?" Mm. And not only that, if we can conquer it, for it to be contagious. Yes. Like you spread know, spread it more than COVID. Holy God. That. <laughs> that. Spread it, boy. Yeah. Become infectious is what we nickname. Infectious. Infectious. It's really the, the with on the yeah. Infectious. infectious with encouraging yourself and your girlfriends to be active in every area of your life. And don't tell me it's exhausting because we have everything that we need for life and godliness. Don't tell me that he hasn't given us the grace. The grace. I would never forget. Um, and we definitely have to bring her back on the show. Bishop Helen McPhee. Bishop, Bishop Helen McPhee said to us as women, every single thing that God has called you to do, there's a grace for it. Mm. There's a grace not only for you to accomplish it, but to succeed. Mm. To do it well. Yeah. That's a great show. It's according to the power that work in you, boo. That was great. It was an amazing show. We definitely have to have yeah. her back. Um, so yeah, y'all, we're gonna do this. We are going to do this. I'm gonna be intentional about it. Yes. We're we're listen. And you know what? For those of you who are watching this show and y'all heard what we talk about, y'all can hold us accountable. We need we need accountability. What? Hey, now, hey. now hold on. Hey. Some of y'all like come. Um... <laughs> oh Jesus. No, no, no. No, hold me accountable. Honestly. Hold me accountable. No, for real. I mean it. Especially Giselle. Giselle, you have the right to hold me accountable with, with, with this with this thing okay, that we're going to talk about. Yeah, man, I got you. I got you. Marisha, I don't know if I want you to hold me accountable, man. You, you do. Just bully me too much. You do. Because you don't respond to love. Start responding to love and I, I won't bully you. I respond to love. I do. <laughs> Anyways. Catch. <laughs> oh, there's no easier. It's your turn. Oh, man, it ain't my turn. It's your turn. No. It's your turn. No, I did it last week because you start. Anyways, get you some good girlfriends. <laughs> but don't forget to be that girlfriend. We all need it. And um, today's show, I feel like we need a part two. Could we do a part two? I'm going to put it out there. We're going to do a part two. Not next week, though. No, not next week, but definitely again. But like August. Yeah, because we have the shows later for July, oh, yeah. so we could start it at the Speaking beginning of, of that, August. Next week, we're going to have... Uh, mm -hmm. There you go. There we go. Oh, sorry. Hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold July on. July 14th, 4 p.m. Unhappily married. Listen, y'all. I'm personally excited about this because I want to hear other person's opinions. And not just if you're married looking to be married all that great stuff please tune in share it share it share it share it then july 21st dating rules we gotta set the foundation man we gotta fix this thing we, we, we gotta we gotta set it a little twist up tie up uh, although you can't relate uh chris we we still need you 
<laughs> we still need your opinion in the way you see it. Maybe something you have can yeah. help someone else. Yeah. The power of, you know, July 28th, please be there or be square. Or be circle. <laughs> Nevertheless, have a glory filled day. A wonderful, amazing day. It's been awesome, y'all. It's been great. So we'll see y'all next week. Same time. Same place. Deuces. Find a try.